0: Hi there everybody, welcome back to another podcast episode from the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. Now I have had such good feedback from all of these podcast episodes. So once again, if you would like a topic covered, just let me know. Um, right now I'm actually holding the physical copy of my new handbook and i am feeling so proud um (laughs) some type of way about it um and yeah it's just incredible and thank you guys so much for those who've already bought a copy um and buying them for christmas and i really hope you do enjoy everything that it has in there um so let me know the feedback good or bad like a queen will always take bad feedback as well it's how we learn it's how we grow Um, So today's subject, going completely off subject, is talking about your Queen Project. So what is a Queen Project? So, the clue is in the title. A Queen's Project is a project that you undertake in your win year. It could be anything from hosting your own charity event, jumping out of a plane for charity, creating a legacy project in pageantry, like your own business, in which the Crown will help you reach more people with this project. Um, So, a Queen's project means you have to sit down and have planned your year. There is a thought process behind this reason of why you want to win the title. The project will help you have focus as a Queen, so when people ask you, you can say, I have this and this, rather than, I'm not really sure what I want to do if I win. So you wouldn't apply for a job if you didn't know what was expected of you. You wouldn't put money down on a house if you didn't have a plan for what you wanted to do inside or how much work needed to be done. The same goes for pageants. Entering a pageant is one thing. You've made the first step. you received your finalist badge, and you've attended events and pageants because that's what you want to do. But if you were to have the crown as well, what would you plan to do? Would you continue to just make appearances or would you want to be remembered as a queen who is active and created something with the year? Also, having a queen's project does depend on your patent system. There'll be some systems that will have a plan for you. They have a chosen charity. They have um, things that they would like you to attend. Um, they have lots of different things. Um, so red carpet events attending the events of the chosen charity because you are their spokesperson. Um, Of course, in America, it's it's a lot different. It kind of does become a full-time role. Um, But here uh, in England, it's a little bit... Well, here in the UK, rather not just England, it's a little bit different. Um, There are some pageants that don't expect you to do anything at all. Um, It all depends on if it's a contracted or non-contracted pageant. Um, If it's a contracted pageant, um, you know, you may have the contract may state that you need to do at least one appearance a month. Um, So, if that's just attending events. But I always think that having a Queen project really helps you. Um, It really does help. Um, Not just with your overall year so you have an idea of what sort of stuff you want to expect but also in your interview as well um so what i say in the handbook is any girl can win a pageant but it's what you make of that win that really counts which is why having a queen's project will really benefit you in the long run um so why does having a queen project benefit your interviewing so having a plan, whether it's big or small, um, is better than having no plan. This will become apparent when you're sitting down in the interview seat and being asked the question, what do you plan to do if you were to win tonight? You have all these ideas, you wanna get out as much as you can, be the queen with the most appearances, do all these incredible things with your title, but nothing is set in stone. They're just random words merged together for the interview. And when you get asked later on, in the interview to discuss one of these plans, you can't remember everything you said. Even though everything you said was pure gold. Um, so what I mean by that is, even if you have all these amazing ideas, when it comes to your interview, you want it to be structured. You want to make sure that when you sat down and they ask you what you plan to do, you already have that idea in your head. You have that with the title, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. You have a clear idea. It doesn't have to be something that you've already planned. So your queen project can be um, an idea and you've like noted things down about what you'd like to do with the crown. So for example, um, it could be an awareness day and you want to do something um, big around that and an event, a charity event, uh, raising funds for that certain charity. So you've wrote down all these steps and you've made sure that if you were to win, you'd give enough time to plan it and to see. So when they ask you, this question you're like well I would be able to do this I've already planned this this is sort of things you don't have to put the deposit down on the venue you don't have to have anything set in stone it's just an idea and you can have many ideas um but that is what your queen project is it's something that you want to do it could be improving something you've already done so for example if you have already had a successful campaign it might be improving that and your aim is to double the figures. um, So you want to make sure that when you are saying about that, you give an example to what you've done in the past. So my time as a finalist, I did this amount of work for this charity. If I was to win, I really want to plan on doubling that figure for this charity and, you know, and then you lead on um, to stuff like that. So how do you plan this project of yours so if you don't have a workbook if you don't have a notebook or anything like that where you keep all your pageant notes um i suggest getting a book i actually created my own book for me to use for my own pageant journey i'm in the process of making a work an updated workbook because i had a workbook that i released as a charity fundraiser, so it's add the extra sparkle. Um, so we had that, and that was to um, help you with your interview, help you with your Queen project, help you with your platform. And what I am doing is looking at uh, vamping that up and having it alongside the handbook, so you'll be able to work out in different sections and it will both correlate the same as how the workbook correlated with the pageant manual this will work that um but if you don't have your own I would suggest um having somewhere where you note down all of these things I'm always one of I really like to write things down yes with the age of computers and typing and everything like that you can create lists digitally however (laughs) I just feel a bit more accomplished when I write something down in a book um so Your first step, according to our handbook, is note what you've already achieved so far and what can you elevate. So sometimes we forget how much we've achieved until we see the words written down. But this also means that we can see what worked and what didn't work. So if there are appearances that you would love to repeat again, then put a tick next to them and go, right, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to improve this and also you can note down what things did not work so for example did you not get as many people was it the wrong time of year the wrong time in the month you know for example events that work really well or generating um, like ticket sales and stuff for events is usually the start of the month or near the end of the month because that is when it usually falls the people's paydays. Um, The first week (laughs) is usually good, and then people are waiting for that next payday. Um, So you can see, like, wow, you're going to do advertising at this time. Make sure you have enough time to hold an event like this, rather than, okay, I had the crown, so I have to do as much as I can. Planning something out is so much better, rather than just rushing into it. Of course, if you're one of those people that rush into everything and it it all works out, then... (laughs) kudos to you um but planning is essential um so step two so second step is write what you would like to do aim high so with the crown what would you like to achieve is there something that you really want to do but you've never really done before so a lot of girls will want to create their own campaign or create their own business or hold a really big event like a ball or a fashion show or something like that. Um, look at what your skill set is. Look at what you can do with the businesses around you, for example. Do you have those certain connections? Um, look at what you have, and then you're like, right, okay, so I actually have this, I can do that. Um, so your first step is narrowing down the list. Um, so <laughs> you might only have one idea of what you want to achieve, apart from, like, events you want to go to as a queen, um, but you might have 500, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'd be really surprised if you have 500, that's, that's an incredible amount, um, but what I want you to narrow it down to is having three big things to achieve during your year, it's the power of free, it's the, I say, free for everything, um, when I was a PT, it was three sets, depending on, obviously, what they were trying to build, um, if it was a hypertrophy set. But the power of three, so three bullet points when you go into an interview, three things to focus on. Because three isn't that much of a difficult number, you know. One is not enough. Like, two is, okay, three, perfect. Because you'll most likely only use two, or even just one. However, having those couple of others could help in case you've already said it in one question so for example they ask you what you want to do if you were to win you said one idea and then they ask you something else where you want to link it back to something you've done so that's two and there could be another question which is referencing something you're going to do in the future so having three examples most pageant interviews are three minutes so think of that three ideas three minutes um narrow it down and And you know what you would definitely love to achieve in your year. The fourth step is get in depth. So with these three golden ideas, write them down and get planning. So this is where think of it as a hypothetical, it's going ahead on this day at this month. How would you then plan it? So then if they do ask you, you have it already there straight away in your head which brings me to the last step which is talk it into existence. Um so pr- start practicing sorry my dog's snoring them. Start practicing talking about your queen project. Start planning it as if you are going to win, as if you are going to hold this event or hold this thing whether it's gauging interest from other people, if they would like that. Some people hold their project quite close to the heart, which is fine. Then, if that's the case, start talking about it in your interview training. Start talking about it when you're practicing your interview questions. um, When you're doing things like that. Because then you'll get into the habit. And one of the top tips I say for interview is always talk in your interview. Like, it's already happened. So, if you have events, like, for example, if your interview is in October and you have a big event in September... Rather than saying, I am going to do this, you have to talk it in as if it's already happened, like if it's in the past. So in September, I held this event. Like the figures, the the summer figures of charity will probably be different. However, it gets you used to talking about it like it's already happened. So the things to remember with your Queen project is it's really good to aim high, but don't put too much pressure on yourself You have a whole year, um, you really do have a whole year um, when it comes to being queen. You have one whole year to implement as many ideas or or as many things as you want. Um, I always tend to jump the gun a little bit early and I get really impatient, so I'm like, I really want to do this as my queen project. However, I really want to release it now. So that's how the book happened. That's how the podcasts happened. Um, You know, although technically Queen Chats was started when I was a queen. So that kind of was my queen project coming to life. Um, But for me, it's just expanding on what I have achieved. So when I do go into that interview room in March, I would like to focus on the stuff that I have done um, and how I can elevate that further with a crown. Um, But with saying all that, it has to be personal to you. It has to be something that you want to do. So just because a lot of people have a queen project or they have a plan, doesn't mean you have to copy them. It doesn't mean... You, it has to be the biggest plan ever. It has to be realistic. Saying that you want to raise a million pounds is great, but is that realistic for the year? It's definitely not realistic for this year of COVID. Um, but you have to make sure that it all works together. So once it's written down, it's set in stone, then you can start projecting it and getting it into your interview. And when they ask you the question, what would you like to do if you win or what would be the one thing you want to be remembered for you already have an answer and then when you win it's not that much of a shock to go oh my goodness where do I go now you know you'll have that first initial days of wow I am the next queen what am I going to do in this crown what am I expected to do um you know it's a lot of emotions (laughs) after pageant day um and then also, the good thing as well with a Queen project is it's not exclusive to one pageant system. So if you didn't win that pageant, you could take that project to your next pageant adventure that you want to go on. um, Or do it as a finalist. It doesn't have to be where you're wearing a crown. It doesn't have to be that way at all. Um. So it's all subject to change but as I always say they are your achievements your plans not the pageant system you're competing in it could be tweaked and adjusted to fit into another system's efforts so I hope that kind of explains a little bit more about what a queen project is um there is so with the queen project there is a thing called a legacy project um, where that is what you're remembered for. Um, that's like an American terminology um, from a really good American coach. Um, Alyssa Darby, she talks about it on her podcast um, about the legacy project. And I think I was notified about the the Legacy Project from my lovely client, Jessica Barkley, um, who also runs the Pageant Land podcast. If you haven't checked that out already, definitely do go check it out. It's been around way longer than this podcast. Um, And lots of amazing interviews on there. But she would always say about what her Legacy Project was. Um, I love the sound of that. And I think that the Queen Project is what you're going to do for your crowning year. Whereas your legacy project is looking beyond. And you can have the foundations in your Queen project to then take that on. Because if I say about what my legacy project is in pageantry, my legacy... My legacy project is, of course, the handbook and sparkles and rhinestones. That is my legacy project that even when I stop competing, if if I ever stop competing... um. That is what I'm leaving behind in pageantry, in the world of pageantry. And I'll always still be connected with this. There are other stuff I do as well. It's not just, like, pageant-based. There's lots of charity work that I do. There's a lot of things um, that I'd love to be remembered for. The charity work. Um, each year I do a homeless drive. And, you know, we get lots of people to donate sanitary items and sanitary towels. Um, there's my work with Mind UK and fundraising for that. However... Sparks and rhinestones is going to be the one thing that a lot of people remember um that and winning when, when pregnant <laughs> those are the two things that people remember for me um so with all that make sure when you plan that you plan to you that it's achievable that it's something that you love um <laughs> roxy i'm trying to record here I'm glad that you don't have a visual on this. My lovely ball mastiff just wants attention. And isn't that what we have for everything? Um, But on that note, it's wrapping it up now because you'll just hear it all the time. Um, So I hope you have enjoyed this podcast episode. There are videos talking about um, Cream Project as well on our Facebook page um, and Instagram that we'll be discussing so much more at pageant con as well so if you haven't already got your tickets for pageant con it's not too late they're only five pound and it goes directly to mind uk um we can also help you plan your queen project um with your interview training so if you are looking to get an interview coach a pageant coach um then we do that here at sparkles and rhinestones we have a very very low price Because we know how expensive pageants can be. Um, So our training is very low priced. But very high in experience. And high in wins. (laughs) Uh, So. (laughs) But it is true. So message me um, on the Facebook. Or Instagram. Whatever social media form that you use. Message us. Come along to PageantCon. It's a virtual event. It can't get cancelled. Unless all of the speakers have really bad connections. So let's touch wood that doesn't happen but thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode um let us know what you would like to be talked about next rate us on whatever platform you're listening um but thank you so much